Welcome to Big Natural Talents. Hello, girlies. Hello. I was just sipping my smoothie and then I was sipping my water bottle. I've, I've got two drinks in two hands. How are you? A woman on the go. I'm not doing either of those things. I'm dry. I'm mm-hmm. parched. Um, that's a, that's what um, you always want to have. You have one wet host and one dry host. <laughs> it's like rides. Mm-hmm. Yin and, and Yang. She just took a sip of water. No, I didn't. Okay? No, I didn't. This is ruining my whole persona. People know me Seriously. as the dry one and you're Seriously, the wet one. she did. She did. <laughs> I wouldn't lie. Um, Lauren, I have something that is like a concept that I've been thinking about and I think it's like, I don't know, see what you think. But okay. in the morning, <laughs> I don't really want to start my day if I don't have what I call bed shenanigans which no is not S-E-X for the people who know me. You know that there's more things in life than smacks. Um, It's just waking up and like I have to roll around with Ben. Like I have to like – he has to lie on top of me. We have to like do a bunch of silly voices. We have to like play around, like roll around, and then I'm on top and like it's not sexual. It's all playful. It's like, you know, all that kind of like – I picture it as like two – oh, my God, what's that animal? And they're like – and they're half in the water, half on the land, and they have big otters? tail. Yes, it's like two otters when you see them going so fast. And like, yeah. I <laughs> literally like it's like, I mean, the only day I don't do it is like Sundays because I've got to go straight to work. I'm up at like 5.45 or whatever. But Ugh. it's um, I get I get like it. it's like sets the tone of the day. I just wanted to that know if you nice. have, what is your thoughts on it? And also do you have something like that in the morning? I think there's I mean, girlies out there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I mean, that's really nice. And I think that's like because you and Ben both work like similar hours most mm, of the Both time, freelance t- type freelance. people. <laughs> Me and Alex are totally opposite. So like I never get to have bed shenanigans in the morning because also like Tony yeah. the cat will wake us up really early. <laughs> so Alex Tony is and- shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, that's the shenanigans, really. <laughs> Alex has to get up and feed him. And then on a weekend, like he'll come back to bed and then we'll just sleep more. But we have to then have to like close the door and like barricade it with a weight because he like <laughs> pushes on the door. He's like banging on the door to get in. Because he can just push the door open. Um and he'll attack us. But no, I don't. I mean, that sounds fun. But I think in the morning, like, I'm such a bad vibe. Like, I really like. I'm like not up for shenanigans <laughs> at all. You, you were where the um the actual mug quote came from of "Don't talk to me before my morning coffee." It's it's yeah. women like you with a scowl yeah. who like slash slash your neck with their nails if you like say something funny to them. <laughs> literally (laughs) i've yelled at alex before i've been like don't don't but i no. but when i have my bed shenanigans actually is late at night so that's always in bed at like 11 o'clock on the dot which is infuriating for me a nighttime Mm. girly um but i always come in and like and like rile him up and make him laugh and do silly voices and do bits that's it and roll on it yeah 
bed shenanigans are a thing. It's the sniggling. Yeah. It's the snuggling. It's the, it's just the roly poly. It's like as adults, <laughs> we have no opportunity to play. Why do you think grown adults who are co- working in corporate jobs do an improv class? Because mm. the adulthood is sucked. It's devoid of like fun and not being seriousness. So that's the play. It's like a playpen. It's like, yeah. you know, it's only doing it roly poly. <laughs> when are we roly polying <laughs> at a nine to five? Almost never. We need to have a, an arena and a time for roly poly. Definitely. And you've just nailed it there. That was a, another concept. Maybe like I talked about on the quibble hour, but pre morning sniggles. It was night, like Ben would go to bed. I'm like you. Ben's the going mm. to bed at a respectable hour. We're the nighttime owls. I'm going in there. And it's like it's like you're saying goodbye to your favorite coworker, to your to your best friend. <laughs> you're like, no, don't. Like, it, let's play. And so Ben would always get me in trouble for riling him up. Yeah. Just like it sounds like, like it's Alex and you. They're like, don't. Yeah. Don't rip don't me up right before bed. But isn't that when, you you go, you go. You I was going to say, but then do you feel like I always say boys generally, but maybe it's not all boys. Maybe it's not, not all, it's not. Blah, blah, blah. But he'll always be like, don't, no, I need to sleep. Or he's like, oh, no, it's really hard to go to sleep. Closes his eyes. One second later, I turn around and yes! put my phone and he's like. That just is head- so funny. Oh, and then like I'll like wake him up because he's been snoring so much. I'm like, I mean, maybe I'm. Maybe he'll be embarrassed if I say that he snores, whatever. Ben but snores, I, like, I wake him up. I literally yeah. push him. Yeah, to, and then I make him wake, <laughs> I wake him up and he's like, he's like, oh, like, I can't, like, he's like, oh, what if I can't get back to sleep? Or he's like, I won't be able to sleep. And I was like, I've been awake this whole time. Like, it's like, sorry, I inter- you've been sleeping for two hours, sweetie. I've been up. I've been, I've been on Reddit, you know, I've been doing really important things out here. I've been awake. Mm. I've been alert. I've been reading my Kindle. Okay. So your sleep is fine. This um, relates that's- to... Yes. Oh, oh, no, you do. I just, first. I want to say a few things and this relates to something for me and I'm so glad it relates to something for you. Mm. Um, what I want to say is this, that's so crazy that that's the same thing as Ben. Ben is the one who's like, I could never get to sleep. Like, how am I going to get to sleep? And you're right. A second later, I've always said that like, if I died that day, Ben would fall asleep easy. Like yeah. if I went missing, it's like, he'd be really upset, but then he'd be out like a lie. Like yeah. just nothing could ever disturb that man's fucking sleep. So there's that. That's so funny that we're similar about. And two, I just wanted to say, I think part of you know that thing where it's like people love the chase when he needs to go to sleep it's like that's what's triggering me being at my best ben and yes. i are doing so i'm doing my best work as ben's trying to go to like honestly i've said to him i'm like there should be fucking cameras in here the comedy that is going on in here is just like we're doing i mean that's probably where the quibble hour came from is like for half an hour like when ben's meant to be asleep i'm like doing the most we're doing the best riffs for like developing worlds and characters because (laughs) of the pressure of ben needs to go to sleep and stop all the fun i just think that's pretty funny like for other people it's maybe you get that same pleasure from chasing a married man or from you know trying to do a marathon things that are hard to obtain this is mine (laughs) you walk in there and you see not just a boyfriend trying to sleep (laughs) Who doesn't want to have any part of your silliness? <laughs> but you see a tough crowd. <laughs> it's kind of our job as comedians, if you yeah. don't mind us reminding you that that is our craft, yeah. our art, to win that crowd. And guess what? We do every night. And guess we what, do. babe? 
it counts as a gig. It's a gig. It's a gig. I'm going to count it on my <laughs> yearly gig tally that then I'll post about at the end of the year and be like, I did a, a 400 gigs this year because, yeah, I did one every night. <laughs> okay, what did this relate to you? What were you going to bring up? I sent you something um, on Twitter DMs. Maybe it was just this morning when I was doing my own version of bed shenanigans, which is just when I wake up and lie in bed and look at my phone for a while. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> Please let us know how your bed shenanigans look to you. And also I wanted to say a note. Obviously Lauren and I are such um heteronormative relationships, but when I say girlies and when I say guys, I'm like it's all it's all the it's all the relationships. It, it's just yeah. when I you know, like you just speak about your thing and it's like anyways, I'm just ready for girlies to be like you know, it's different and that's great. Yeah. Now keep going. Yeah, yeah. Love to hear it. Um but I don't know if you saw it yet, which is perfect because um, yeah, I don't now think I, I can have. reveal it on the pod. But it's so relevant to what you're talking about. You're talking about bed shenanigans. I sent you, this was like uh, Princess Margaret's morning routine is written Oh, out. my. That's so funny. Because I'll read you know it out that, too. Do you know that there's a magazine just called Royals? And I saw it at the supermarket last week and the cover of it was whoever this, like, like the Queen's sister. And it's just wow. so funny that – you know, the Queen's such a, and then it has to have, do a big drop and that's now like the cover of the Royal Magazine. <laughs> There's a whole magazine for Royals. You know what? You know what's crazy, okay, about magazines? People say that print is dead. There's more specific magazines than ever. And I I saw it and I put it on my Instagram story. I saw there's an air fryer magazine. No. That's awesome. That's my dream job. That's where <laughs> I want to be. That's what I want to be. Do I want to be editor in, editor in chief of the Air Fryer magazine? Can you think of a witty name for it? Hmm. Um, I'll come back the, to you. The fry pan? No, wrong. The, well, it's not a fry pan. I know. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> Unconvectional wisdom. Oh, it's a convection my oven. Fucking god. <laughs> Do you see? Do you need any more credentials for Lauren that- Bonner to be the fucking editor in chief? Consider that my application, interview, <laughs> and reference. Okay? Consider that submitted Air Fryer magazine. Okay? Soon to be known as Unconvectional Wisdom. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Hey, Lauren, prepare to yeah. be headhunted. Okay, babe? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, anyway, it's been nice doing the pod, but I will have to be doing that full time pretty soon. So I guess we better enjoy this while we can. Um, okay, anyway. go read it to me or whatever you're gonna. Do. Princess Margaret's morning routine. She's the queen's sister. I'm gonna let you calm down. Can I um? Can I guess that it starts with bed shenanigans? In a way, in a way, I think she was um she was married, but I think she got divorced. Yeah, she did. I'm trying to remember it. on the Crown. I think she was Helena Bonham Carter on the Crown, if you remember. So she was kind of quirky, um, because everyone knows the Crown is completely real and <laughs> factual, how- legitimate. Yeah, it's factual. So she was sassy. She was quirky. She was Helena Bonham Carter. You know, she was kind of a goth. Um, <laughs> okay, but her morning routine and I. And I love it, and it's kind of my dream life almost. <laughs> 9 a.m. So this is not – you know when you read fucking morning routines, they're always starting at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Like 6, yeah. and it's like 6, I walked my dogs 10 kilometers. No, 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 9 a.m. She has breakfast in bed, 
followed by two hours in bed <laughs> listening to the radio, reading the newspapers, which she invariably left scattered over the floor, and chain smoking. <laughs> and then 11 a.m., she gets into a bath, run for her by her lady's maid, and then at noon, an hour in the bath is followed by hair and makeup at her dressing table, so she gets glam. <laughs> Then she puts on clean clothes, as one would imagine of a princess. She never wore any of her clothes more than once without having them cleaned. And then at 12.30pm, she finally appears downstairs for a vodka pick-me-up. And at 1pm, she joins the Queen Mother for a four-course lunch, served in an informal manner from silver (laughs) dishes, with half a bottle of wine per person, plus fruit and half a dozen different varieties of native and continental (laughs) cheeses. This is is why you buy Royals magazine for shit like this. Yeah. So that's that's where it ends. 1 p.m. How good's that? And then what? And then back to bed. Probably. I mean, then that's like the the evening routine, but that's her morning routine. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) People are busy talking about the skincare routines. The skincare routine is just one little part of the big routine. This is just like Sorry, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that I agree with you that this is like a dream day. And what I'm trying to say is, um, you know, the 5 a.m. start, it's like people pack in so much and it has to be done by 7 a.m. so that you can like then get to work and start at 8 a.m. I love that this, imagine if you're like, yeah, my morning routine, I'm not finished till like after lunch. Yeah. And then from there, she's starting to do any kind of work. Like that's so funny. An hour in the bath. Two hours in the bed. Normalize this. Let us do this. Literally. And it, like, honestly, like, I've definitely had plenty of days pretty close to that, if we're real. Like, <laughs> absolutely, I'd wake up and lie in bed for so, if I've got nothing to do and I've had like such a long week, I'll just like lie in bed yeah. on my phone. Then I'll like read my book and like maybe I'd get up and have a coffee and then like read my book a bit more and then. And then you do, you blink and it's 1 p.m. and you've yep. got to have a four-course lunch with the queen, <laughs> followed by fruit and national and continental cheeses. <laughs> like right now we're recording, it's already 1 p.m. Have I done yeah. anything? No. No. I woke up, I had toast, I took my cat to the park and then I did some tidying up and vacuuming and now here I am. I mean, that I, is a lot. That is a really a productive day. But it's also like what? people would do before 7 a.m. Yeah. If, if you were a mum, if you were a hardworking yeah. mum. Mm-hmm. But, but we're I'm not. not. I'm a cat mum. <laughs> and the edit- editor-in-chief of Air Fry <laughs> oh, magazine unco- to be known as unconventional wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously that's the app title. So funny. Yeah. Sorted. Done. Um, That's just such a great – what a great thing to talk about. I'm really yeah. glad. That was, like, so funny. This that, is and also, a- like, don't you reckon that's bullshit? Like, who who knows her real routine and who's yeah. telling Royals What's Magazine? What's the source? The source is a screenshot I saw on Twitter for your information. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. I didn't follow it up. That's not my job. Okay? I saw, like, a meme or something. It was, that like mm. Eric Andre at the gates of the Republican convention, and he's going, like, let me in. And it's, like, me when I'm hearing podcast hosts talk about something that I know more about. And yeah. I'm, like, that must be how our listeners feel about everything. About this. <laughs> everything we say. When we're, like, I think, I don't know. <laughs> 
This is a big, this could be a big um, bedtime episode because the thing that I want to talk about, remember, yeah. is, is also bed. <gasps> oh my God. Yes. Please take it away. Do you have any more bed material though? Did you want to? Um, no. Mm-mm. Okay. I mean, so, cause I messaged you this morning and then I thought, actually, wait, let's save this for the mic. Um, I, I mean, but also it's. It's hard because it's the most boring thing in the world. People hate it when you talk about your dreams, don't they? <gasps> Not on it. this podcast. Not on this podcast. But <laughs> let's do like dream. I thought we could do dream interpretation. Yes. Okay. Thank you. It's yep. fun and I love this stuff and it's ghosty. Maybe yep. it's ghost-like. So mm-hmm. you were in my dream, Conchetta. <gasps> I dreamt it was like it was it was like COVID. It was like it was like we'd gone back in time to when COVID was just starting. But I don't know, like that wasn't explained, like the how the time travel occurred wasn't explained. But it yeah. was just that like COVID was starting and we kind of like knew what was going to happen and like everything, we just knew what it was and it was like we'd done it before and everyone around us was in the same boat as well. It wasn't like just us that knew. But we were like in the UK or something and this is the only mm. bit that I remember from the dream. We were traveling and stuff and I think it was us and like a few other people and um traveling all through London and then like the pandemic was just starting and then we were just getting to the airport like just in time to get on our like flight to home and um and I was like yep so we're flying home we're like in the line like I go home and then you're like oh no I'm going to Edinburgh and then I was like don't you think you should fly home like because of the like COVID like (gasps) everything and then you went like oh yeah (laughs) probably like it was like it was like a very conchetta like yeah, and then the whole airport laughed. We were all laughing, and you were like, "Because you were oh so my God. silly." That's that the you podcast. thought you could go to Edinburgh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the two of us talking, and then a whole bunch of strangers laugh. Wow, that is the interpretation. That's the podcast. It's me going, "Really? Is that what do you mean?" And then you be, you saying something funny, and then the whole airport laughing. But it wasn't like in a mean way. It was like we were all. Everyone knows it's so Chet for her to do this. Conchetta didn't realise. She forgot about COVID and she's going (laughs) to go to Edinburgh from London like it would be okay. Yeah. I don't know. So what do you think? I mean, I wonder what that means travelling in a dream. I wonder if that symbolises a journey. Yeah, why don't you guess what you think it is and if I can find a really easy – like key mm. of what it means, <laughs> then I can cross check. So you think it yeah, means okay. what? So say traveling and airports. Okay, <gasps> let's say that. Ooh. So because we're at the airport, I feel like it means like maybe moving from one stage to the next or something. Or, yeah. And um, like a like a being on some kind of journey. Personally, what do you think? Okay, so that shows your like spooky and spiritual nature. Yeah. which if people don't already know by now, you're really in tune with spiritual stuff. Um, okay. it. I, I read here, dreaming about an airport signifies that you're at a crossroads in your life and have to choose whether to turn right or left at the fork, so to speak. Airports exist between different realities and countries, places that serve to take us to our next destination. So you're totally right. It's yeah. very much a, a interesting, like, change thing. Okay, and then two more parts to the dream. One of yeah. them is um, 
pretty funny, and I think I'm gonna. And this is the part that I told you about. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just gonna say it this, on the pod. This part, he'd be so happy to get the shout out. Um. Yeah. So it it works. And so okay. Next part that feels like it could be symbolic. Mm. I was at my mom. I was my mom because my mom was also involved in the next part of the dream. But I was at her house or something, but it wasn't – I don't think it was necessarily her house that I recognized. But there was all this, like, water coming in through the ceiling, dripping through and then making big holes in the ceiling. She was trying to, like, <gasps> patch up the ceiling, big holes and, like, water falling through the ceiling. That feels like it's straight yes. out of the dream book. Totally. So I'm going to look up water and leaky ceiling. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, water – and in leaking dreams. through the ceiling. And I don't I feel like I, that's <gasps> less clear. I'm not as oh my clear God. on what that might mean. Okay. Okay, you just take a guess. Take a guess. Either like I needed to pee or um mm. maybe I guess cuz if it's coming in from the top like being inundated, it's like maybe you feel like quite like you're being overwhelmed by mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Okay. Dreaming about ceiling leaking water brings to the fore your mental and emotional health. This dream wants you to pay close attention to these aspects of your life. Uh oh. Okay. This is um. I'll just re- I'll just read it. Likely you have repressed your emotions for too long to the extent that you are no longer sure where you are coming from or where you are going. But your subconscious wants you to break free and regain control of your emotions. Oh, oh, uh, dreams about leaking ceilings are indicative indicative of a lack of energy and protection. The dream tells you to go through spiritual purification and transformation to regain full faculties over your life. Cool. Spiritual purification. Interesting. I don't know what that is. I don't but I know want it. either. Maybe something's going to break through or something. Or look, it says here the dream could mean that Although success is something is just around the corner, something is preventing you from moving on in that direction. An emotional block. I mean, God, this shows you that you could really say anything about it. But what will happen is, which is what you do, is like something will happen in your life and then you'll be like, oh, my God, this was this, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because it's like everything means everything. Yes, it really is that. Yeah, but then it still just like hits so so good. Like when you hear, yes! that's so me. No, that's actually yeah. so real. I it, need to like buy some oils. I need to burn some herbs. Totally. Um, and then that will fix everything. And then okay, <gasps> last part of the dream. Um, this real is the best one. part. I'd also love to just get off the bat and say that this was not a sex dream. It was um not a romantic dream and. The person it involves, I respect as my colleague. And <laughs> I, you know, kind of friend, but almost like acquaintance at best. So <laughs> professional connection, who I like, but have not spent much time with. Yeah. Um, I dreamt that like I had a baby that I'd had years ago and almost like forgotten about it. Like the vibe was like that I'd like had it and like, just gotten rid of it, like not gotten rid of, like I'd like given it to my mum or something. I hadn't seen the Whoa. child. I, I was a, it was a daughter. Her name was Valerie, actually, <gasps> a little girl. Whoa. I dreamt that I had a baby and just like really like pushed it out of my mind and like forgotten about it. And I never told the father. The father of the baby, by the way, uh-huh. is comedian Andrew Potelli. Um, Go back and great- listen to his app <laughs> if you want to know the vibe and hear Lauren's chemistry with him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like – and then I, it was like I 
I don't know if I told him or if he found out, but then he found I out. I told him. Ha- maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> you would, you bitch. <laughs> he found out and then like he was there and my mom like brought us the baby and he was like, you should have told me. And then, but it was like not bad. Like then we just like had our, this daughter and we're just like going along. And then I don't think we really did much. We just like, it was like a picnic table I think mm. and then the child looked almost exactly like me when I was a little kid it was wow really cute. except she had like kind of shorter arms I thought her arms looked weird that's Portelli so, yeah he he did that <laughs> up it was perfect in every other way yeah but, yeah and I was like what does that maybe I was talking to yeah I was with um Rohan Ganju last night, who is also another awesome comedian from Melbourne. So maybe I was thinking of like Melbourne comedians because he's also yeah. someone, I don't know. What would I Google to figure out what the meaning <laughs> is? Is it having a baby and forgetting? Is it, what is what does it mean to dream about comedian Andrew Portelli? Yeah. I mean, that should be in the book. Yeah. I don't know. Because it seemed like it was like having a child that I had previously not just like forgotten about but like tried to like oh my god forget about or something I don't know what have you googled what have you found yeah I know I just thought why don't we just go as simple as possible what does having a baby in your dream mean um oh usually baby dreams are a really positive sign that represent growth or development how's that that's good I you feel like it might and just be like the opposite. If it's like a secret baby that has like come back to me <laughs> to like to f- make me and Andrew Portelli co-parent together. <laughs> this is so weird. I we wish I could look that up. up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we need to go to a professional. There's actually a place that I have to drive past next to my grocery shop. Like yeah. every time I go grocery shopping, which is a lot. Um, <laughs> and I one day I'm going to go in there and it's like a hypnotherapy and past <gasps> life regression place. Like I looked it up on Google. There's no reviews. I'm like, okay, no <laughs> one is going to this past life regression therapist. Oh, my God. A random suburb in Sydney. You- you know what this needs to be? You know the episode of Seinfeld where Jerry goes into that restaurant because he feels bad for Babu? You oh, need yeah. to do that with this this place. Maybe I do. It probably costs like $300. <laughs> yeah, but that's $300. Maybe that place needs to get by. Yeah. And that's like now my job. And I guess I do get <laughs> to have my past and life to me. You're, and you're literally a comedian. You're just like Jerry. Like you need to follow the steps. Yeah, it's good. It would be good material. Maybe I will. Honestly, maybe I will. But they didn't have like an awesome website for me to look at <laughs> for three months before I decided to do it, which is what I need to do with everything. <laughs> you know? So I can't just go in cold. Totally. I need to research. Absolutely. Do you feel like, do you think you had a past life? Have you ever felt like you? No, no. Do you think you're an old soul or a new soul? No, I'm new. <laughs> yeah. This little baby's new. I, I see that. I well, I just have never thought that, um, and don't think I ever have feelings of that. I wonder if I'll be the one that like comes back as something. Yeah, maybe might come back as a chocolate biscuit. <laughs> I wouldn't last very long. Nah, not around sure me. Not around you. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't be around to to threaten its life. <laughs> 
Maybe that that's like a movie. Like imagine the ex- existential crisis of like being a chocolate Tim Tam and wanting to eat yourself so yeah. bad that it's, you know, that's the characters. Whereas we are born and we know we're going to die. Not yeah. not in this world. I'm a biscuit that wants to eat myself and that's you my do- true trauma. That's a monologue. That's a yeah. sec- second year drama school monologue. <laughs> and only at the end is it really revealed, like what it was, or it's like yeah. you do the whole monologue, and it's like I'm here and I'm hungry, and I want to eat one thing, and it's it's the one thing I can't eat, you know. And you do the whole yes. thing, and it's like, what do you think that was about? What do we think it was? Was the character this? And it's like actually, I was a biscuit. Yeah, it was just yeah, a yeah. I was a Tim Tam. <laughs> I was the last it, Tim Tam. <laughs> I was the last Tim Tam in the packet. And it's exploring the grotesque and kind of mutilation fantasies of body, flesh, and the lines between, you know, disgust and lust. But yeah. You're a biscuit. I'm just a biscuit. Um, yeah. Uh, we sort of should wrap soon. I, I should go to my things. I have two things to yeah. tell you. Sorry. I've no, no, really they're small. <laughs> they're really small and the things you brought were way – I was obsessed with the way we did it. The first thing is, so you know me. Like we know that I was sort of – I left my job. I was listening to Family Guy. It was really funny. I listened to lots of TV shows. Right now it's Bob's Quick, Burgers. Yeah. I'll quickly just, in case yeah. you didn't know, Conchetta got fired from her job because she was listening to an episode of Family Guy in one AirPod <laughs> while she was at work and her boss caught her doing that. Just yeah. that's – I mean, we could talk all day about that, but let's We could on. talk all day. I mean, and it's in a pasta. And the yeah. thing was, it was the way that she brought it up to me that I was like, fuck you, I quit. Yeah. But, I um, think that was a Patreon actually that we talked about. Oh, this, so. yeah. You can only pay for that story. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I was listening to – I just have stuff on in the background. And so right now I have Bob's, Bob's Burgers on in the background. And um, then something just snapped at me, Lauren, where I was like, I don't – I just want to learn something instead of just like this comforting mm. thing. So I have Disney Plus because I'm on my sister's account and um, they. I just looked up documentaries and theirs were lots of like National Geographic. You know how when you're on like Netflix, it's not those, it's documentaries like a five-part series about like a murder. Like these are a lot of those and there was a lot to choose from. And I just went with my gut and I went with like mummies. Like this, just think of the opposite. It's like going from family guy to straight away going to a, a six part national geographic series about mummies, mummies. and shit and Egyptian. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. Like, 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 okay. I never learned about ancient history and I remember in the HSC and stuff, you know, you, you could do both. You could do ancient or, modern or you or, or one or the other and I did modern and I remember my cousin did ancient and we I, I don't know like we would you just tease which which history is better and my cousins would always tease me and be like ancient history is way better there's like gods and shit and it's so interesting and mm. I now realize that is totally yeah like I learned about all these boring wars I guess I, don't, I think like I would look both are boring that's the truth Mm-hmm. Um, I did ancient though because I like I almost I wouldn't have done it. It was my worst subject as well because like I can't remember the dates of things. How the hell am I meant to I remember know. the date when Hannibal took his elephants across the place <laughs> for a war? Was it Sparta? Was it Greece? Is Greece in is Sparta in Greece? I don't know. Okay. Um, 
yeah, it was a lot of just boring like dates of like yeah. random things. And there was like some cool stuff, but yeah. modern is like cool. It's like sexy. There's like JFK and yeah, that is sexy, World yeah. War Two. And that's also why I picked cool. it. Yeah, yeah, you know that's cool. So, but anyway, so yeah, I mean it's it's a it's an age old uh, debate, um, mm. but I just want to say that just quickly things that I've learned since watching this. So thank you. It's just yeah. crazy. Like, like I totally recommend it, but it was just so different. It's like going from fiction to then factual stuff. And it's this, these people. And I learned that the, the, the pyramids were made to um, bury these big dudes, like the pharaohs and stuff. They're like leaders yeah. for them to worship and whatever. And then it was like, yeah, babe. And they're, and they're burying them with all their gold and all these things for them to take to the afterlife. And it was like, babe, they were started getting raided by tomb grave robbers, robbers yeah. grave robbers. Yeah. And so then they were like, oh my God, we, we can't do this anymore. So then they started burying them in the Valley of the Gods, which is just literally like desert. They would just get meant to like carve and carve deep caverns, like deep, like all these secret things and totally hidden. And these literal people are just going and finding them and finding bones and finding things are stolen by grave robbers. Do you know that it's a mystery where Cleopatra's like tomb is? I, and they're like, we're still trying to find them. And oh my God, it was just blowing my mind. And today when I was um, eating lunch, I went to go on Bob's Burgers. And then I was like, actually, I'm craving learning more about this. And I closed it <laughs> and went to that. And that is big for me. That's good. Because then then what you're doing is like, because I feel like I do the same thing. I love just having noise on in the background and it's something familiar and it's something mm. comforting. But really what you're doing is like pacifying in a way. Like you're just kind yes. of soothing your brain by pumping something familiar in it so you're not kind of left for one second where you have to confront the reality of your own thoughts. Mm. Um, God, I'd hate to do that ever, you know, but instead <laughs> you're not just like filling the void with just like soothing your brain. You're just like for doing some more information and like stimulating yeah. thought in a different yeah. way. And also you just never know, like the most random things will just lead to inspiration. Like you might write a bit about the pyramids now. Yeah, you know? maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Not a lot of things tr translate to bits for little chat. You never know. <laughs> you never um, know. You know what? Why don't I leave this next thing kind of – I think it could. I could just say it Make as gossip. Make it gossip. Yeah. yeah I think leave if it. you just fashion it into some gossip, mm -hmm. it could be gossip. So we'll see it on Thursday. We'll see what you're going to do with it, how you're going to present it. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening, girlies. girlies. On Thursday we will have – our gossip episode as usual and if you have any gossip please send it to us because we're starting to run a little bit dry i'm gonna say that yeah it's time yeah. for a new crop of gossip we need a new crop of goss and also if you're listening and you're like well you never said my gossip please just remind us because maybe we lost it can you believe that the filing systems at bnthq are not very good okay <laughs> when i say bnthq i mean it's a google drive and yeah. And it's, it's actually me. getting full and we may need to pay for more storage, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's freaking me out. And it's full of things and they're not very organized. So just remind us and be like, hey, you know, some of my gossip, it's this. And then we'll be like, thank you so much. We'll say mm -hmm. it. We're just we'll say crazy it. idiots. And also um, we've got a Patreon with extra apps. Sorry we're a little bit late. Hopefully, I mean, actually, hopefully it'll be up 
by the time we're, you're hearing this, Patreonies, we um, had some technical difficulties and that's about it. Yeah. Love yeah. you. Bye. Love you. Bye.